Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Schools and phone companies face off over wireless spectrum by Clint Finley. Consumers are hungry for data. To give it to them, mobile carriers say they need access to more of the wireless spectrum that carries cellular data, broadcast programming, and all other wireless signals. Carriers complain that the parts of the spectrum reserved for smartphone use are increasingly crowded, at least in urban areas. To keep up with the growing demand for mobile video and other smartphone applications, and deliver the faster speeds promised by 5G, carriers want access to more of the spectrum. Last week, the Federal Communications Commission published a plan to auction off unused wireless spectrum originally set aside for schools in the 1960s. Only about half of this chunk of spectrum, now known as the Educational Broadband Service, has been licensed to schools or educational organizations. Education groups and the wireless industry have been asking the FCC to license the rest for years. Under the new plan, schools and educational organizations that already have EBS licenses will be able to keep them or sell them to commercial carriers. Tribal nations will get a chance to apply for the unassigned licenses. The remaining licenses will be auctioned off. Too much of this spectrum, which is prime spectrum for next-generation mobile operations, including 5G, has lain fallow for more than 20 years, the FCC proposal says. We are replacing an outdated regulatory regime developed in the days when educational TV was the only use envisioned for this spectrum. That's not the plan educational groups and broadband access advocates wanted. An earlier version of the proposal released last year would have allowed not only tribal nations but also schools and educational groups to apply for licenses ahead of the auction. Critics of the new proposal say the FCC's plan will hand more control over public airwaves to commercial interests at the expense of communities and educational organizations. John Windhausen, Jr., executive director of the Schools, Health, and Libraries Broadband Coalition, SHLB, 
says the FCC plan would be disastrous for online learning, 5G deployment, and rural consumers. The FCC did not respond to a request for comment. The wireless industry group, CTIA, declined to comment. The problem, as Windhausen sees it, is that the spectrum is likely to get snapped up by major carriers with little incentive to offer broadband in rural areas that still lack 4G. Spending money to build cell towers that serve small populations might not make good business sense to companies, but schools or other community groups might be able to make the economics work. Schools don't have to turn a profit, Windhausen says. They don't pay taxes. They can seek grants from state and federal governments. Allowing schools, libraries, or other community groups to apply for Spectrum before the auction would enable communities to create their own broadband services in rural areas that are underserved by major carriers. Indeed, a few EBS license holders in places like Albemarle County, Virginia, Michigan's Upper Peninsula, and California's Central Valley are already offering their own broadband networks. It's possible that commercial providers simply wouldn't bid on Spectrum in rural areas where they are unlikely to offer service. But Windhausen worries big carriers will buy up Spectrum simply to keep others out and be willing to pay fines for not using the Spectrum. Moreover, some schools may be legally barred from participating in an auction for Spectrum. Giving EBS Spectrum to schools has other potential benefits. The EBS Spectrum was originally known as Instructional Television Fixed Service. It wasn't widely used, so the FCC allowed schools to lease their Spectrum to commercial television providers. Then in 2004, the FCC changed the rules to allow the Spectrum to be used not just for television, but for wireless data services. License holders ended up leasing most of the Spectrum to commercial providers, mainly Sprint, which pay schools and other license holders for the privilege. The nonprofit organization North American Catholic Educational Programming Foundation, NACEPF, leases Spectrum to companies including Sprint. It uses the proceeds of those leases to help fund its various initiatives. But as part of the deal, NACEPF's subsidiary, Mobile Beacon, gets to use Sprint's network to offer its own wireless internet service to schools, libraries, and other community organizations. Mobile Beacon offers unlimited 4G internet through wireless hotspot devices for $10 a month. Mobile Citizen, part of another nonprofit called Vocal, that leases EBS Spectrum to Sprint, offers a similar service. There's a myth that EBS has been unused, says Mobile Beacon Executive Director Catherine Messier. But there's been tremendous use where it has been licensed. Just because the FCC hasn't made it available doesn't mean organizations like us haven't been connecting thousands of rural and low-income Americans. The catch is that Mobile Beacon and Mobile Citizen can only provide service in places where mobile carriers already offer service, because they rely on those networks. When schools began leasing Spectrum in 2004, however, few understood how valuable the Spectrum might become for 5G. So many leased their Spectrum under 30-year contracts and didn't give them the option to build their own networks. SHLB hoped that schools would get a chance to make more informed decisions about leasing EBS Spectrum this time around. But if the FCC passes its plan in its current form next month, they won't get any choice at all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.